0: good morning good morning or good afternoon or good evening wherever you are and you're watching um i welcome you in the name of jesus welcome to our service today at kensington temple my name is roland henshaw and i'm here this i'm here today to bring you the word of god and i just want to thank god for what god is doing currently in our nations. I thank God for his move. I thank God for for his blessings over our nations and today I just want to encourage someone out there. I want to encourage you about God's love for you. I want to encourage you that God remembers you. I want to encourage you that you are always on God's mind. Heavenly Father I just want to thank you I want to thank you for today. I want to thank you for everything you've done. I want to thank you for what you're doing currently, even in our lives. I want to thank you for what you're doing currently in the body of Christ. And today, I pray, O oh God, that your word that will go forth will not return to you void, but it will accomplish that which it has been sent to accomplish. Father, I pray that you'll take all the glory and you'll take all the honor and all adoration in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Today I want to encourage you from um, Isaiah 49, 7, verses 7 to 15. With the current situation going on all over the world, uh, I am just sometimes perplexed at the number of prophecies, conspiracy theories that's going on. I receive videos from different people almost every other day and sometimes you listen to some of the stuff that are coming through and you begin to ask yourself questions What are we talking about? Do we actually know how much God cares about us? Do we actually know God's plan for our lives? I want to share from this this particular passage because it's a passage that really, really ministers to me. And um, having looked at it again and again, I can just encourage you that God cares about you. God thinks about you. You're constantly on God's mind. I'm going to read from Isaiah 49, and I'm taking it from verse seven. It says, and I'm taking it from verse eight all the way to 15, it says, this is what the Lord says, at just the right time, I will respond to you. On the day of salvation, I will help you. I will protect you and give you, and give you to the people as my covenant with them. Through you, I will reestablish the land of Israel and assign to it its own people again. I will say to the prisoners, come out in freedom, and to those in darkness, come into the light. There will be my sheep grazing in green pastures and on hills that were previously there. They will neither hunger nor thirst. The searing sun will not reach them anymore, for the Lord in his mercy will lead them. He will lead them beside cool waters. He will make my mountains. Into level paths for them and the highways will be raised above the valleys see my people will return from far away from lands to to the north and west and from as far south as Egypt Sing for joy, O heavens, rejoice, O earth, burst into song, O mountains, for the Lord has comforted his people and will have compassion on them in their suffering. Yet, Jerusalem says, the Lord has deserted us, the Lord has forgotten us. Never can a mother forget her nursing child. Can she feel no love for the child she bore? But even if it were possible, I will not forget you. See, I have written your name on the palms of my hands. Always in my mind is a picture of Jerusalem's walls in ruins. The children of Israel were in Babylon at this time, and they felt they had been deserted by God. And even when God was saying to them, I'm going to bring you back, I'm going to bring you back. I'm going to restore Jerusalem. I'm going to to, to build the walls of Jerusalem. I'm going to reestablish you. They did not believe God because they felt they had been in Babylon for too long. And sometimes we might feel that way sometimes we might feel that we're going through numerous issues numerous challenges in our lives we have prayed we have fasted and nothing seemed to be shifting we can quickly assume god is not listening we can quickly assume god is not answering our prayers the children of israel were in this place they were in this place thinking that god had forgotten them god has deserted them When you look at verse uh, verse six of Isaiah 49, he says, you will do more than restore the people of Israel to me. I will make you a light to the Gentiles, and you'll bring my salvation to the ends of the earth. This was God's plan for Israel, okay? This was God's plan. But when you listen to the children of Israel, you listen to them in Isaiah 49, Fourteen. The word that was coming from them was that the Lord has deserted us. The Lord has forgotten us. You might even right now, in this season we're in, where it's like no one knows what's going to happen tomorrow. No one knows what is going on out there. And you're afraid. And you feel that God, I've been praying, I've been crying out to you. But it feels as though you're so far away i want you to i want us to go back to the verse 15 of this scripture it says never never god is saying never i will never forget you i will never desert you and he's saying can a mother forget a nursing child Can she feel no love for the child she has born? But even if it were possible, even if it were possible for a mother, a nursing mother, to forget her nursing child, God is saying, I will not forget you. I will always, always have you on my mind. There's a scripture in Psalm 115 that blesses me so much. Every time I read this scripture in Psalm 115, I just realize how much God cares about me. I realize how much God cares about you. Let's quickly look at Psalm 115. I'm going to look at verse 12. Verse 12, I'm starting from verse 12. Verse 12 of Psalm 115 says this: it says, The Lord remembers us. The Lord remembers us, amen. God remembers you. In this situation, in the COVID-19 time, when everyone is so scared, everyone is so fearful, the word of God is saying, God remembers us and will bless us, amen, amen. I I, I like verse 14, because verse, verse 14 says, may the Lord richly bless both you and your children may you be blessed by the lord who made the heavens and the earth so it does not really matter what the situation is it does not really matter what your circumstance is it does not really matter where you are right now in my sin god is not hearing god is not listening but god remembers you one of the stories in the bible sometimes that blesses me is the story of 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 Um, Lazarus when Mary when Mary and Martha sent to Jesus to say Lord the one whom you love the one whom you love is ill the Bible says Jesus delayed he tarried for a period for a while but there was something Jesus said to his disciples he said this sickness is not unto death Jesus delayed he did not go immediately, but there was something he said. He said, This is for God's glory. That what will happen when he goes will be for God's glory. What we're going through right now, even as a church, even as a body of Christ, I tell you, it's for God's glory. God will be glorified in the end. Amen. God will be glorified in the end. God was telling the children of Israel, He was saying to them, Even though nursing mother might choose to abandon her child I want to say to you that I will never desert you amen you see God already knew how long the children of Israel were going to be in Babylon for he knew they were going to be there for 70 years and God was working towards that 70 years he knew let's quickly look at jeremiah 29 verse 10 verse 10 i'm going to take it from jeremiah 29 from verse 10 to verse 14 because in jeremiah 29 god was actually telling them how long they were going to be there he says in verse 10 let's quickly look for it he says this is what the lord says." amen this is what the lord says this is god speaking through jeremiah here he says you will be in babylon for 70 years but then i will come and do for you all the good things i have promised i will bring you home again hallelujah god never never relents on his promises When I look through scriptures, Moses said, none of the promises of God has ever failed. Joshua says the same thing. And today I am here to encourage you and say to you, God's promise to you will never fail. He was telling the children of Israel, he said, you will be in Babylon, but you will be there for 70 years. And I will bring you back. I will bring you back amen 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 when we continue on that with that scripture in jeremiah 29 verse 11 then god begins to say for i know the plans i have for you says the lord "they are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope amen i just want to say to you that just as the children of israel during that time in slavery felt god has forgotten them they felt that God had deserted them you might during this period of lockdown and this pandemic feel that God has forgotten you why am I going through what I'm going through but you see God's message to the body of Christ today and always is that I have a plan for you I'm going to tell you a quick story I think in January 1993 between January and March 1993 my eldest daughter was going through um needed to go through a a major surgery in her heart and i remember every time we took her to hospital for the surgery she would develop this high fever and they couldn't operate on her this went on for about three four weeks and i began to get rather frustrated and upset and so i said to god why why is this going on and the lord dropped a thought in my spirit and what he said to me was that the doctor does not know how to operate this child do you it might see what is god talking about or what am i hearing so the doctor then went on holidays during those one of those periods when we went to the hospital and my daughter had this high fever he went on holidays and then he came back after a week or so and then he called us into his office and said Now I'm going to operate on this child. Now I know what to do. Amen. Now I know what to do. You see, during the time when we took her into hospital and she was developing all this high fever and that kind of a thing, for us, we were wondering what's going on. But you see, in every situation, if we can just stop and let God speak, you'll know that God has a plan for you. And while the children of Israel were in Babylon, God had a plan. Amen. They might have been in slavery. We may be in lockdown or locked in as I call it, but God has a plan. God has a plan. God never does anything without a purpose and a plan. Amen. I hear different prophecies, different news every night are coming out of the media. We're told the country's economy is going to drop. We're told so many things. But I tell you something that I always remember. I always remember this, that when the children of Israel were in Egypt, In Goshen, God made a difference between the children of Israel and the children of Egypt. The Bible says when there was no light in Egypt, there was light in Goshen. I want to say to you today, child of God, I want to encourage you, I want to say to you that God always remembers his own. Amen God always remembers his own amen. And when you look at that scripture in Jeremiah 29 he goes on to say he goes on to say uh, in verse 12, in those days when you pray, I will listen. So that's the encouragement there also that when you pray God will listen. Does that mean that God will do it immediately? He might not or he might, but he's telling you and I that you will listen he will act on it, amen, amen. And then he goes on in verse 13 to say, if you look for me wholeheartedly, I will be found by you, amen. God is looking for a heart that will constantly Cry out to him a, a heart of intimacy towards him. In 2 in Chronicles 16, he says that the eyes of the Lord go to and fro, looking for those whose heart will stay on him so that he might be strong on their behalf. Even during this period of COVID, uh, of you being locked in or locked down, it's been eased now, but I want you to begin to come to a place of a deeper intimacy with the Lord. It's interesting because there are more prayers than we've ever done before. There are more streaming of messages than we have ever seen before. God has a plan. God has a plan. You see, just as God did not forget his people when they were in slavery, he had a big plan for them. He says, I know the plans and the purpose I have for them. I want to say to you that God has a plan for you. God was bringing the children of Israel to a place of, the, of a new purpose, a new beginning with a purpose. I want to say to you today that God is doing the same thing right now. There's a plan going on, there's a purpose for you. Okay, I see a new beginning, I see a bigger picture. the body of Christ I see a bigger picture for you child of God let's just quickly look back for years the social media had been used to promote anti gospel messages that the social media has spewed lies the social media has spewed so many things that, that, that I can't even mention but what you will notice is that since the lockdown the social media is beaming with gospel messages Amen. Little did we know this will happen. Child of God, people of God, God has a plan for his church. What the enemy meant for evil, God has turned it round for our good. You see, in all of this, it may appear through what we're going through that we've been forgotten, that the church was locked down, we couldn't go into our buildings, or you may even be in your home right now you feel helpless you feel all alone but i want to say to you today that god is preparing you for a new beginning a new beginning with god at the center god is preparing his church with a new beginning with god at his center Hallelujah. God will never forget you. He has never forgotten anyone that cries out to him. He has never forgotten anyone that loves him. He has never forgotten anyone that reverences him. Amen. I was looking through scriptures and I began to pick out some people that God remembered. I looked at a person like Hannah. Like Hannah for years was being mocked by Benina. And as much as Elkanah wanted to, 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 to please uh, um, um, Hannah, he could not meet the needs of Hannah's heart. But the Bible tells us in First Samuel 19, uh, 1 Samuel chapter 1 verse 19, it says God remembered Hannah. Amen. God remembered Hannah. You might feel forgotten. You might be in a place where it looks as though it's all dark. It's all dim. There is no future. I want to say to you today that God remembers you. He thinks about you. You are always on his mind. Amen. Or you might be like Rachel. The Bible tells us in Genesis 32, 30 verse 22. It says, God... Remembered Rachel. God heard her prayers. God remembered her. Or you might be like Noah. You are on that ark for 150 days. You're being tossed to and fro by by, 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 by the my by, by the flood. And it's like, Lord, when is this going to end? He was locked in. He was locked in in an ark for 150 days with his his children, his wife, and smelly animals. Amen. For 150 days. But the Bible tells us in Genesis 8 verse 1 that God remembered Noah hallelujah hallelujah so you might be there you're being tossed to and fro you're feeling defeated you're feeling deflated you're feeling oh, 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 where is my next meal going to come from you're feeling i have lost my job but i want to say to you that even in that supposed storm that you are god remembers you amen amen or you might be like lot Abraham Abraham in Genesis 18 prayed prayed for his nephew he prayed for Sodom and Gomorrah because of his nephew Lot and it felt as though nothing was happening but by the time we come to Genesis 19 verse 29 the Bible says that God remembered Abraham's prayer and saved Lot amen amen Oh, people of God I just want to encourage amen i just want to encourage you but with this scripture i'll end with this scripture in matthew 29 matthew 29 and i just want you to know that you're more valuable you're more valuable than the sparrow hallelujah hallelujah that Jesus Jesus says this in in Matthew 29 Matthew 29 um, sorry Matthew 10 I'll take it from verse 29 and this is Jesus speaking to the multitude speaking to the to the disciples and he tells them how valuable you and I are to God and this morning I just want you to open your heart and receive this into your spirit Amen. Matthew 10. Matthew 10. I'm taking it from verse 29. It says, What is the price of two sparrows? One copper coin? Is that how much it costs to buy a sparrow? Hallelujah. And the very hairs on your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. Because you are of more value to God than a whole flock of sparrows. Hallelujah! Can you imagine how valuable we are to God that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to come and die for us? A sparrow for a copper coin. We buy, we cherish, but God is saying, Jesus was saying to us that we are of more value to God. And I want you to know today, if you didn't know that, that God loves you, God cares about you, God thinks about you every minute, amen. You're always on his mind. He has tattooed you on the palm of his hands, amen, amen, amen. So I just wanna encourage someone out there today that even in this period, even now that you're probably being tossed to and fro, always remember what Jesus said. He says you are more value. God values you, amen. God values you. You are expensive amen 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 hallelujah hallelujah oh thank you Jesus thank you Jesus I don't know if there is someone out there today you're listening to me and you do not have a relationship with Jesus you do not even know how valuable you are to God you are at that point where your self-worth is low your self-esteem is very low You're insecure in where you are. But I want to say something to you. That God still thinks about you. You are still on his mind. And the one thing I can tell you is that Jesus is calling you. He's saying, come to me. He's saying, I died for you. I laid my life on that cross. When my life was being laid on that cross, when I was being nailed on that cross, you were on God's mind. You were on God's mind. And so today I want to give you the opportunity the opportunity to say to you come to Jesus just the way you are you don't have to prove anything to him amen you don't have to the Bible says while we were yet sinners he died for us so child of God or whoever you are out there that you do not know him I'm giving you this opportunity to come to him And give your life to Him. Contrary to what people may have said. Or keep saying. I want to say to you that Jesus is real. He is the Savior of the world. He is the Son of God. He died and He rose again. And He's coming back to judge the living and the dead. This is an opportunity for you. To get to know Him. By asking Him to be your Lord and Savior. If you can do this, the word of God says, with our mouth we confess to salvation. I want you to confess today and say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I know and I believe that you're the son of God. I know and I believe that you died and you rose again. And you're seated at the right hand of God the Father. I confess that I'm a sinner. And I ask you to forgive me. I ask you please Lord Jesus, come, take over, be my Lord and Savior, and make me born again. Thank you. Thank you Jesus. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for anyone out there who will have pray that prayer. I just thank you, oh God, that you meet them, that your Holy Spirit will touch their hearts, will touch their lives, and bring them to realize, oh God, Where they begin to experience a deeper relationship with you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. If you've, if you've prayed that prayer. There will be a notice on, on, on screen. That will tell you how you can get in touch with us. Please do get in touch with us and let us know. Amen. Amen. God bless you. And have a good day. In Jesus name. Amen.